This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. Well, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. You guys rock. Wrench Nation Car Talk Radio. How many of you would literally give up any sort of fill up with gas to your ride? Would you not fill up with fuel? Would you not hit the gas station? How many of you would really entertain that fact? And you're saying, well, Frank, all right, you you said, well, what the heck are you talking about? Not filling up with fuel. This is all I know. This is my habit. I've been driving for a few years or I've been driving for 30 years. This is hand in hand. I've got to fill up. Well, we're talking about a carbon footprint, people. What is that carbon footprint? What does that mean? You've heard about it. You may have seen it on the Science Channel. You may have heard that we've got some global warming. Maybe there's you know, there's this side of the fence that says, no, 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 no. Ain't no global warming going on. And then this side of the fence says, yes. But what we're talking about is the carbon footprint, people, that's left behind. It's a fact. From the utilization of fossil fuels, you join us and we go on a 6,000-mile road trip that's all electric in a Tesla. Bree, we're going electric today. So now I've got to text my husband because he is just dying at some point to want to do a Tesla. He wants to get some kind of an electric vehicle. I'm not 100% on it, but it would be kind of cool. Well, many of you are thinking, well, Frank, listen, this is too much trouble for me to get into electric. And I get what you're saying. Maybe I'll stop operating my blender if that's giving me a carbon footprint. But what we have today, people, we're going green, fully green. We're going to step aside a little bit. On the horsepower side of the show, we like to cover everything from funny car champs that have been on to some horsepower and all these great builds. We've got John Martinson, uh, John Martinson, who is on a road trip with his son, Neo. Of course, John Martinson, the co-founder of China Misty, also working hand in hand with Arizona State University's School of Sustainability. We've got questions for Mr. John. He's out there as we speak. He started this road trip back uh, beginning of July. Would you go green is what we kind of want to know. Would you give up a few things? I asked you, would you park your ride maybe for a day or two to reduce the amount of fuel that you're using? Is it possible for you to entertain that? Bree, your husband, he's a green guy. He likes to go green. I think it, he just wants the car to go fast. Well, he wants the Tesla. And, of course, John Martinson and Neil, uh, his son, has partnered up, a little family affair, uh, educational. Uh, it is bringing awareness. We're going to talk to them. Like, how do you manage the charge for these Teslas if you're traveling 6,000 miles? So we'd like your input, 480-655-8870. And, of course, you know, people, I always bring this to you here on the show. We got a Visa. gift card. Uh, I've got your challenge question via Bolt-On Technology. That's coming to you a little later in the show. But you know how we do every beginning of the show as we welcome you. Uh, If you're catching this on the podcast on Sunday, you know we upload. We appreciate you mechanical maniacs for hanging out with us as well as our great familia over at KFNX 1100 AM on Saturday 8 AM to 9 
AM. You guys rock. As I say all the time, people, this show is yours. That means we'll stop the presses. If you've got a brake noise, a dash, squeak, rattle, you've got a huge estimate about giving you a coronary. You can call in. Car Care Tips is always available for you. Second opinion, we have that for you. 480-655-8870. This is your show, Wrencher Nation. And, and I figured since, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of the car care tips and we've had just a smorgasbord of great uh, individuals as guests on the show covering all kinds of topics you know we got to recenter people a lot of you are just kind of getting introduced to car repair and maintenance you've got your first ride and you know you may have a need for repair so i figured what we would do is i would list out and detail an estimate caller in other words how to avoid a disaster when you're calling for auto repair. Let's hit the tape. Let's hear what we got. Well, I just want to try to get a couple estimates. And the reason I want to do that is just want to see and feel the ballpark of how people go about diagnosing something like this. Well, listen, uh, that's a common concern. Most of you know, I mean, how do we shop? How much, how much, how much? That's what we know. We're going in uh, to look at purple carpet. How much is a square yard? Uh, we're going to buy a car. How much is that car? Well, in terms of service, people, I want you to be careful. Number one tip as it relates to this caller who had said, hey, I want a comparison shop. Well, what you're doing is you're actually giving yourself an opportunity to fail miserably because no one truly knows what you need. If your car is in the garage elsewhere and they said, hey, you need this and you said no and take that to shop it... You're putting a lot of burden on that whole process. So here's a tip. How much is it to test or diagnose what's wrong with my vehicle? Remember that. Now, I am preaching. I'll just tell you straight, I am preaching because a lot of you are going about it the wrong way. You are not shopping for a suit. You're not shopping for a bag of donuts. It's car service. So when you're calling, you need to go about it again. How much will it cost to find out? What's wrong with my car? Let's hit the tape next part of this. And I just want to get a lot of, another feel from a couple other shops if this guy is really telling me the truth. All right, so that's understandable. Obviously, the gentleman is nervous. He was given a large estimate. I mean, $800, dollars $1,000. $1, He's nervous. So what is he going to do? He's going to take that. He's not sure what's going on because he didn't quite pull the trigger on that repair. We don't even know if that repair would fix it. But now he's shopping around. So tip two, it is extremely important. This is the trust factor. Don't wait till the car is broken or you have a need. You need to shop for that relationship beforehand. Better Business Bureau, you can get on to Yelp. There's reviews. Where are my coworkers and family getting their car repair? Let's face it. Car repair can be painful. You would rather have your teeth pulled before you got into some car repair. That's what the studies show, is it all goes back to do your homework beforehand. Right now, your car is running perfect. Find a neighborhood automotive repair center or a dealership ahead of time. Interview them. I want to get to know you. Can you give me a tour of your garage? So when you do have that emergency, you can slow it down. That is the estimate tips for you. 
I hope you guys enjoyed that. And of course, all my mechanic uh, automotive types, you are listening. You may be chomping on the bit. I'd like what uh, what you have to say, 480-655-8870. Uh, before we bring John Martinson, we do have some automotive news to cover people. Uh, look, we've heard of these pack rat situations here in Arizona, uh, primarily in the valley. It's hot. Pack rats are not hanging out. But if you're in the north and country where it's cooler, or perhaps in the northwest, uh, northeast of the country right now, it's your summer, but these rodents can be around. But listen, House Speaker Paul Ryan, he is not, he is not in a position to actually drive his car because his car was attacked by a bunch of Little rodents, uh, specifically the woodchucks. The woodchucks went in there. I know it's hilarious, so but how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? All right, you had to do that as a radio professional. To. You you're, you're trained for that woodchuckity what woodchuck what. But the fact is, uh, Paul Ryan, he's got a car detail. He hasn't been driving. His car was hanging out at mom's house or whatnot uh, in Wisconsin, and the car's been sitting for three years. But he went back to it. He said, "You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drive this thing." And he gets in, and it's kaput. And so uh, Paul Ryan, uh, House Speaker Paul Ryan, is uh, now in the market for a new ride. And uh, I guess they're saying he may be looking at an F-150. Regardless, the point is, people, if your car is sitting, stabilize the fuel. And, of course, you got to start it and run it. You've got to wake up anything that may be living. And to add to that, please, if you take it into your local garage let them know if that car's been sitting because Black Widows could be a problem. I want you guys to stay tuned. We've got John Martinson coming up next. Uh, Tesla road trip. Lots of questions on a mission, carbon-free, 31-day trip, 6,000 miles. Stay tuned. Going green next. Listen up, I'm talking to you about one of the premier auto parts superstores in the country, Parts Authority. One of the biggest problems that we can have in a modern day garage is when our parts don't arrive on time or the quality of our parts are just not there. The Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counterfolk, national program, quick delivery, AC Delco, Monroe, Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstore. If you're an installer or own a garage, you need to check out PartsAuthority.com. This is Wrench Nation. My RPMs are like going up and down, and my car is like going back and forth. What is what is that? This is the Macarena. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation. Wrench Nation. Car talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Well, all right. Welcome back, uh, Wrench Nation, you mechanical maniacs. We always enjoy having you. And I've got a few shout-outs. we got to give all of our Facebook familia a big old shout-out. You guys have just absolutely grown uh, tremendously, and we appreciate that. You know that you can communicate, of course, direct message us on Facebook 24-7 with any car care concerns. And i got a big special happy birthday to my nephew, my nephew turns 14, Ryan, out of Seattle. You rock, man, and we appreciate you hanging out with us on the show. Happy birthday to you. So welcome back, Wrench Nation. And so, you know, we talked about this whole carbon-free 
uh, movement, it's important to understand that this isn't just some report that gets shelved and put up away. Uh, we know that the carbon dioxide issue that we have, you know, we're contributing to that. So uh, before we bring on John Martinson, uh, he's uh, John Martinson and his son, Neo, are doing a 6,000 mile uh, road trip in a Tesla. No gas, people. Just like fuel fossil free, man. Just a straight up electric road trip. Your challenge question this week. Pay attention, people. $50 Visa gift card. It's a simple question. $50 Visa gift card. True or false? Here we go. The average American has a smaller carbon footprint than the average European. Are we Americans leaving more of a carbon footprint than the average European? True or false? 480-655-8870. That requires that you call in. We'd love your text, but call in. 480-655-8870. Are we doing more of a carbon footprint irresponsible situation here in this country? Or are the Europeans uh, beating us up there? So uh, we've got John Martinson. Uh, John Martinson is on hold. Let's bring in John. I'm so excited. <laughs> Welcome to the show, John. Thank you. Yeah, so well, you started your journey, what, July 1st? Yes. All right, let's, uh, let's kind of reset here. Tell us what it is that you've got going on, on this wonder- with this wonderful Tesla. It started off really as just a father-son road trip. My son is 17, loves to drive. I love to drive. So uh, taking him on a road trip and spending, you know, 31 days with him with, you know, uh, uh, an opportunity to just, just the two of us. You know, and that's important. And then, I mean, that's really important, John. I mean, a lot of us were so busy and... I think yes. you hit it on the head. No matter what we can do, we gotta, we gotta regroup. It's family, um, yep. but it's a carbon-free family right now. Tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we try. We yeah, try. yeah. Uh, I earned an executive master of sustainability leadership at ASU School of Sustainability, and I applied the lens that I acquired in that program to the trip, and decided that we could do more than just simply a road trip, but to promote. Uh, electric motoring, uh, electric road trips, and, uh, you know, carbon neutrality. Right. Why was this so important? I, I mean, it, for years you've been in industry and, and, and a sort of uh, co-founder of China Mist Tea and doing some incredible things with the School of Sustainability. Um, lots of things going on in the environment. Why did this touch you to actually so, pursue this? So carbon neutrality, in short, it's the one thing we can all do to address climate change. Carbon neutrality is the holy grail. We, uh, so, for example, big businesses are leading the way, like uh, Microsoft since 2012. They have been 100% carbon neutral in their global operations in over 100 countries. Uh, but there's a lot more of us <laughs> than one company. And Absolutely. I mean, it's a movement. I mean... Uh, in looking at these carbon footprint facts, I mean, I, I think the big question, as I sort of posed this in the beginning, are we willing as a society, um, perhaps not all of us are going to buy a Model S or a Tesla, but, you know, part of this show is bringing an awareness to that on the little things. And one of the things they talk about is in our food consumption. And I don't want to get sidetracked yet. We want to talk more about this road trip. Okay. But for you listening... There are a lot of little things that you can do, and starting with the transportation side of thing, 
just losing one day of driving, if we got together as a collective across the country one day, and we've had carpool lanes and things like that, and you're driving and it's traffic and, it, and it's empty. John, have you seen a lot of empty carpool lanes on your trip so far? <laughs> you know, this is the first city I've been in. I mean, major city I've been in since we started our trip. We left Phoenix uh, on July 1st, and we've been going up through the Rockies and it's mostly small towns up into Canada. And we are now in Vancouver, B.C. It's the largest city we've been in and uh, did not see any uh, HOV lanes when I was here. So Yeah, I mean, uh, I think... Let me, let me, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, I wanted to talk about um, the partnership with the Rocky Mountain Institute, uh, who's yeah. doing some amazing uh, things in this arena. You know, when we do these sorts of things, uh, we get together, you know, whether it be father and son or a family unit, and we tie in sort of awareness and perhaps some fundraising. Tell us what's so magical in this arena with Rocky Mountain Institute. So they're a global leader in transforming energy use to a clean, prosperous, and secure low-carbon future. And I think that's a really important piece. Uh, you know, some people would have us make you know, dramatic changes quickly, and I think that even though uh, we should be bringing in you know, renewable energy as, as quickly as we can, we should not do it so that it, it uh, is a security issue. Yes, and, 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 and I heard you in that statement um, for, for us. I think it's important to sort of shut the light off overnight. It's tough. We have to kind of gradually get into this. I mean, um, it, it, it's really neat that we're paying attention. Uh, great folks like yourself and, and uh, Rocky Mountain Institute and, of course, ASU's School of Sustainability have actually taken on and put some action to this. But as an average person listening, there are things that we can do in our daily life to help eliminate so our children and our grandchildren aren't sitting around with, you know, whether it be global warming issues or, you know, the, the sort of reliance on fossil fuels. So our trip is emission-free. We're driving a zero-emission car. But that does not mean that there is not a carbon aspect to that because every time we charge, we're taking energy off the grid, and that grid power, some of it is carbon-based. Makes sense. I think so, some of that was brought up, um, you know, when we sort of had this uh, beginning stages of this conversation, what, inside of eight to 10 years, maybe 15 years ago. Um, it, it seemed like there was this conversation, John, that, you know, debunking this whole global warming that, well, you know, if you go down the chain in the process of how things are manufactured, it's a wasted conversation because if you go down that domino chain of manufacturing, it's a problem. Well, you know, I'm, I, for example, we're going to be a completely carbon neutral on this trip. So we're not writing off just, you know, the fact that we are carbon neutral, we are emission free. But we, uh, Rocky Mountain Institute, for example, has a subsidiary called Watt Time that can pull each of our charges, each time we charge out there in the field, they can pull out the carbon intensity of that charge. So at the end of the trip, we will have a, an actual number that we can write off. You know, it, with carbon offsets. And a misconception here is as much as I would like everyone to own an electric car because it's, it's a fabulous experience, if you go to carbonfund.org, that is an organization that helps with carbon offsetting projects for business and personal, they, you can 
even if you're driving a, for example, a luxury full-size 19 to 28 mile per gallon, 12,000 pound car, the uh, annual write-off or carbon offset is $54.42. So anyone, anyone driving any kind of car can offset their carbon. Yeah. Uh, remember, listening, if you can call or uh, text us, 480-655-8870. We did ask you the question. Uh, we'll certainly work this in the show. Hey, are the Europeans uh, giving us more of a carbon footprint uh, than we here in the United States? Is that true or false? United States or Europeans, which one of us uh, is uh, contributing more? Uh, I've got a $50 Visa gift card. Enjoy uh, the conversation. We've got John Martinson. Uh, doing an amazing job doing this Tesla road trip. Hey, John, so how many others have done this with, uh, you know, sort of this, you know, fossil fuel free? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I didn't find it. I mean, I, I found when I went back, I think there was a few Nissan Leaf, of course, GM, Chevy Volt. Uh, there was some information about folks doing that um, in the past. I know there are a lot of people with, new, with the new Tesla Model 3 out on the road this, this summer. Yeah, and uh, I am seeing a lot of that. Uh, and, but I'll tell you, we haven't run into any Teslas north of Yellowstone National Park. It's just been—I think we drive through and they look at us and they go, "What is that? What is that?" Yeah, and then How they see the wrap. They see that gorgeous Rocky Mountain Institute wrap. And then you've got a couple of other folks on the bumper. Could you tell us, in all respect for what they're supporting, you've got two other companies on the bumper that you've uh, paneled. I have actually three on the back. Okay. And, uh, so it's uh, Rocky Mountain Institute and ASU School of Sustainability. I'm now pre- past president of the Alumni Association there. The other three are uh, Green Living Magazine, which is a Scottsdale-based, an Arizona-based company that uh, produces a magazine on uh, uh, sustainability and green living and such. Uh, then there is uh, Might which is M-Y-G-H-T dot com, founded by a friend of mine who is uh, also an ASU graduate, School of Business, and he is doing impact travel. So he is helping businesses and individuals do carbon-neutral traveling. That's awesome. Uh, John, hang in there with us. We're going to rejoin next segment. Uh, We've got some questions mechanically, like specifically with the tires and the rims for efficiency. We're going to dive in a little deeper to the mechanics of this Tesla on the road trip. Stay tuned. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Well, all right, welcome back. Uh, Wrench Nation Car Talk. Frank here with Bree in studio. Uh, before we bring John back on, we know we asked you that question. Um, are we Americans leaving a larger carbon footprint than the Europeans? True or false is the average American. Do we have a smaller carbon footprint than the average European? True or false for a $50 Visa gift card? Call into the show now, 480-655-8870. And, you know, we're talking about this carbon footprint. You know, this is measured in tons of carbon dioxide, uh, which is a bad thing. Let's face it. You may have heard a news report here and there, but it is time that we start addressing, uh, slowly transitioning. Uh, John Martinson uh, is with us. Uh, 
Uh, with Son Neo on a road trip 6,000 miles, electric, no gas, staying away from fossil fuels. Welcome back to the show, John. Hello? Yes? Yeah, welcome back to the show, John. Thank you. Yeah, so we are talking about the Tesla road trip that you're, that you're taking. Tell us the difference between sort of the standard Model 3 and this LR. What, what, what does the LR give you uh, that maximizes? Long range. All right, long so range. it's long range. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and so when you say long range, uh, you just have extended periods in between charging, correct? So the, the, the range on this model, which is the only Tesla Model 3 model that's currently available, is 310 miles. That is stated by Tesla, but we are experiencing much longer than 310 miles. And that's because you're sort of strategically coasting, is that correct? Well, you just know, uh, driving a, uh, it's like, for example, downhills with a net loss of altitude, you pick up range from something called regenerative braking, that uh, instead of braking, the car actually, and my son can explain this a lot better than I can, but it... it uh, no, I get it. You're, you're talking put, about how efficient it can be with your regenerative braking. Uh, for those yeah, listening... Miles back. It yeah. adds miles back into the battery. Nice. And we can all use miles back on 6,000 miles, yay? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, no doubt. All right, well, let's take the caller. We've got Ashley. Ashley, we asked you the question, um, are, are we, uh, we carbon-free worse than the uh, Europeans? Ashley, what are you saying? Uh, true. You say it's true? Yes. Well, rock on. I mean, we are. We, I mean, we're leaving a huge carbon footprint. Uh, Ashley, you've got a $50 Visa gift card cash for you. Awesome. Yeah, no, we Thank can all you. use Yeah, and so would you like us to, uh, would you meet us at the garage, Desert Car Care Chandler, down on Chandler at Dobson, or would you like to come in uh, to the Evit Studios? Um, either one works for me. What are you driving, Ashley? Um, I'm driving a Kia Forte. Kia Forte, all right, good on mm-hmm. gas mileage. Would you, um, would you give up a day of driving to do your little bit to, to be carbon-free? Yes, I would. Or close to carbon-free, I should say. You would, and, and so how would you do that? I mean, I would try other opportunities, or I guess other routes, whether it's like either walking, if it's close enough. Yeah, that's uh, cool. That's biking. cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can all do our bit where we can, and I think that's really important. Congratulations, Ashley, $50 Visa gift card. Come and visit us at the garage. Uh, of course, uh, Bree will get your information. And thank so you so much. Just go on hold after this, okay, Ashley? Yeah, hang tight, okay. Ashley. We'll get you thank taken you. care of. All right, so John Martinson is on the line. Um, John, is it possible talk to talk to the technician, Neo? <laughs> is he around, possibly? Yes, he is. I'd love to talk to Neo. I mean, it's a family affair. We might as well, right? Absolutely. Hang on a moment. All right, so Neo uh, Martinson. Uh, Hello. Neo, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thank you. All right, so from your co-pilot perspective, are you the co-pilot? <laughs> uh, yeah, essentially. I did a lot of driving in the first part, and uh, at this point we're trying to split it pretty evenly, yeah. Nice. And so you're recording data to maximize range, are you? Well, the data we get is actually recorded by an API called Teslify, which interfaces with the uh, car and pulls out some of the information that the car uh, keeps track of but doesn't give to the driver um, uh, that isn't using that app. Gotcha. And and a lot of this uh, within the community of other uh, electric uh, vehicle owners, uh, possibly others that are doing sort of these uh, range runs, if you will, there's a whole community out there that work together. Have you found 
uh, this community out there? Did you plan to meet up folks and, and, and perhaps use their charging stations? Tell us more about how that works. Yeah. Um, well, when it comes to trip planning, my dad is the person to ask. But as far as meetups and uh, using the, the network of owners in addition to the network of, uh, of just chargers, um, it, that's definitely a thing that you do. Um, so we've met up with, uh, gosh, I want to say two, possibly three different uh, Tesla vehicle owners organizations, and a lot of areas have this kind of organization. Um, we've also charged at uh, a friend of ours' house who they have a Tesla, they have a charger, and they were more than happy to let us stay in charge there. So uh, it, it really is kind of a community, and, and you'll find that people who own Teslas are more than happy to communicate with each other and help each other out as far as uh, road trip planning. I mean, I think that's critical, I mean, because you do. I mean, for us uh, uh, fossil fuel abusers, we take it for granted, right? There's a gas station every five minutes. But you truly do have to plan that. Could you tell us a little bit about the planning prior in mapping things out? What was the difference between a conventional uh, sort of gas vehicle and utilizing an electric vehicle? Like, what were your challenges there? Well, Tesla actually eliminated a lot of the challenges with the supercharger network um, and the range of the vehicle. Uh, we, I don't think, have had a single problem this trip. There was one leg that we were particularly concerned about um, uh, on, along the route where some apps said we could make it, some said we couldn't. We ended up being able to make it just fine. Um, but other than that, um, my father and I, you know, we, we, we planned the trip where we wanted to go and then put the chargers in, whereas, you know, uh, in previous generations of EVs, people have had to put in the charging stations and then say, oh, I can, you know, reach this museum and then come back and charge some more. Uh, we just said, you know, I want, we want to go to Aspen, we want to go to Telluride, we want to do that. And then the chargers kind of happen along the way. Unfortunately, that's only available for the Teslas with the supercharging network. Um, but over time, that DC fast charge, 30 minutes for a full battery, that's going to become the norm. And we're already starting to see that with some of the Asian car companies putting out things like uh, their Chademo chargers and CCS chargers. So eventually, it'll be a lot easier to plan big road trips like this. But for us, we didn't have a single problem. A lot of automotive technician and mechanics, dealership, independent repairs. Uh, you get a lot of folks in the garage before a road trip. Uh, there's planning regarding the mechanics of a vehicle. What did you have to do to prepare the mechanics, if any, uh, for the Tesla? I mean, did you just start it and go, and it was more logistically planning the stops? How does that work mechanically? Well, mechanically, uh, the Tesla is, is fairly robust for uh, better or worse, depending on how much you like tinkering with your own cars. But uh, for the people who like saving money on maintenance and they don't want to do the things themselves, uh, they just want kind of get in and go. Uh, the Tesla is a wonderful vehicle for that. You're having a, a yearly service, and obviously, you know, 31-day road trip. We don't have to worry about any kind of yearly service. Neo, if I can um, interrupt, the, because that's really important. Yeah. A lot of folks are just, we, we just have no idea. We've seen the Tesla. We've heard about it. What is that yearly service? What's that entail? So uh, I'm not an authority on the yearly service, but from what I understand, um, they clean out the power electronics module. All right, tell the truth physically. now. Is that a laptop tune-up? <laughs> it's a laptop tune-up, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? I mean, for the, it, I mean, we're not in there changing spark plugs. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, they they'll do stuff like rotate the tires and whatnot, and then uh, there is a couple fluids they change. Um, the cooling system for the battery shares refrigerant with the cooling system for the AC. So Makes they sense. Yeah. That out. 
Um, but you know, it's it's very basic maintenance. There's not you know there's no five thousand mile maintenance, nothing like that. So if if you are a maintenance free person, it's the car for you. And the motor, I mean, the motor's rated for I think a million miles or something like that. Yeah, I mean, there's phenomenal um, yeah uh, research that has gone into and, and and in fact, you know, God, we're fans of Elon Musk. Uh, we want to see that Model Three continue its success. Um, I have a question. You you guys made it a point about the tires and wheels, and most folks listening, because we preach about tire pressure and, and how important it is not only to safety maintaining, but also uh, fuel mileage can be affected with excessive drag. Talk to us about what you did differently with the tire and rim setup that really benefited the trip. So uh, with, with that equation, it's, it's kind of a three-part thing, uh, whereas most vehicles, it's sort of a two-part. You have your wheels, you have your rims. Um, in, in this car, we also have a cover that was specially designed. So the actual physical meat on the tire, the rubber, is designed as a low rolling resistance compound. It's something that you see similarly on, on things like Priuses, and it basically means a little bit less grip, but it's, it's you know, better for your mileage, better, better for your uh, efficiency, whatever your vehicle is measured in. Then the rims, uh, as far as size-wise, we just took the uh, standard rim size. Uh, we didn't really put any extra thought into that. But the aero rims, which is kind of the uh, – it's the standard for the Tesla, but it's a little bit of a new look uh, for cars. And what it does is they were designed by the Tesla engineers to pick up the range. And by some estimates, it's up to 10% more range just based off of the, uh, the aerodynamic The aerodynamics, yeah. The that covers. makes perfect yeah. sense. All right, well, everybody's anxious to know, uh, are you guys fighting through the drive through I mean, does Dad want to do the cheeseburger, and you, like, are you doing the, the lettuce wraps? Have you, tell us about that dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the first part of that a little bit. What, what well, kind of Dad, Dad is, is uh, maybe, Dad, are you on the line? Uh, we're sharing a phone here. What would okay? Like so the the question is: Are you guys? Come on, get. I mean, I, my family members can fight through the drive through. Are you guys having some issues regarding uh, the food choices in the drive through? <laughs> no, I, absolutely not. I mean, you know, I I thought it'd be difficult um, because he's <laughs> he's vegan for some health reasons and, and variety stuff. I'm vegetarian, so sometimes it's a little hard. Um, but you know, we we've never had a problem with that. We we don't go through too many drive throughs. But we've had a lot of nice dinners, and um, some of those dinners with friends of his, uh, meals with his friends, and I've gotten to know a lot about him through that. So we really haven't had any problems with that. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm grateful to have you guys on the show, this Tesla Road Trip. How can folks track through your blog? Where can we send people to, to sort of travel with you on your, uh, on your trip? Well, I tell you what, if you want to travel with us and you want to follow our thing, I'm going to go ahead and hand you off to my dad, and he's got all the information for you. So let me just go ahead and hand you over. Awesome. Thank you, Neil. John, so where can we follow you? We want to follow this trip uh, for the next uh, part of the month. Okay, so we are our blog, which I've been blogging regularly on a little behind, but it's uh, teslaroadtrip.blog. Awesome. We are going to post that on our Wrench Nation Facebook page. John Martinson and Neil Martinson doing an amazing job. Long distance, a Tesla, 6,000 mile trip, electric. 
Thank you guys for joining. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you are an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. This is Wrench Nation. Nothing's wrong. Call or text your questions now. Who's gonna drive you home? 480-655-8870. Well, all right. Welcome back. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Uh, your car talk. We love hanging with you guys. We've got a variety of topics. And, and today, you know, we're kind of hanging out with the Go Green movement. It's a serious movement. I mean, all of us have to sort of take that into consideration and uh, we love your comments or questions, 480-655-8870. Of course, you can get on a Ranch Nation Facebook, uh, direct message us or get us uh, in that feed there. And, of course, Twitter and Instagram, Ranch Nation, we welcome you back. If you're catching this on the podcast, you guys rock. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we got Mr. Greg Buckley uh, on the line. Greg Buckley out of uh, the wonderful state of Delaware. Go, <laughs> you got your music. See, we try to get you music, man. Yeah, you got a little twang going there. Frank. Yeah, we try to go green. We didn't have any special effects. We figured we would just bring the green level down, and uh, had a wonderful conversation. Uh, carbon neutral. Carbon neutral for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we don't realize um, what it's entailed. I mean, uh, we asked the question. Uh, the U.S. Uh, by the way, in the in terms of U.S. and Europe. Yeah, we got, you know, Europe beat, but you know who's got us all beat? China. Got China. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, we're knocking we're not knocking our Chinese brothers and sisters. They say at the same time, uh in the next 10 to 15, 20 years, they will be the largest consumer of electric vehicles. That you know, they're pretty much done with yeah. gas, Greg. Yeah, they are. I mean, uh, they are really focused on the electric vehicle. Uh they're changing their whole power grid to more of a I guess a carbon neutral situation. Um, they're not using coal as much, I believe. So they're trying to get into more of a more friendlier. It's hard to believe. I mean, I you look at pictures, you watch some video, and it seems like. I mean, again, I'm not knocking our Chinese peeps, but no. it seems like there's always a glow above the city. Like it's, it makes a yeah, Phoenix's I mean, glow look. I mean, that you know, there's pollutants big time. Yes, they are. And well, you look at what China is. China is like. I think it's the world's biggest manufacturer. And, of course, they've got plants rolling all the way around, and they've got billions of people, you know, uh, to, to, uh, that, that's producing all kinds of... Like, we uh, can't even fathom the population. Like, yeah, 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 we can't, can't even... It. You really can't. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, it's unbelievable. And, and some of the things they do, they also are one of the biggest collectors of our trash. So Oh, interesting. Wait a minute. Are you saying trash. they collect our trash? 
yes, we ship a lot of uh, plastic over there to, to, to be recycled. Unfortunately, you know, that's just been neutralized because of the political situation where they stopped collecting. The, you know, the, the, it's, it's an unbelievable amount of billions of tons, metric tons of trash that they take in, you know, and they also recycle a lot of our tires, a lot of our tires that we sell. We go to the recycler. The rubber gets sent over to China. Um, so they're a, they're a basket full of not only producing, but of recycling and reclaiming and then, you know, putting all that back out. So, yeah, they're, they're expected to be the, the, the largest polluter, and, and they're doing what they can to clean it up. That goes from either correcting, corrective measures and or stopping the practice of, you know, recycling. And well, I'm trying. You know, I have my little recycle bin. I, I'm probably not the most responsible person there, but I, when we, we're trying to recycle at the house. Oh, I yeah. think all of us I are. Mean, yeah. I think what are you, you know, I think most of your professional repair centers uh, do uh, put uh, recycling in practice, and we are environmentally friendly. Well. So the fluids that we use, um, we have to. We have to contain it. Um, our tires are kept in a certain spot. They're recycled. When Some places, like here in Delaware, we're not allowed to have – we have to have them uh, positioned so they don't collect water for mosquitoes. So, you know, we, we have to have them put in certain areas, stacked correctly. Yeah, and then, yeah. Know, most of us will. All right, well, let's get right down to brass taxes. A lot of our yeah, folks um, listening, they, they're probably not going to go out and buy a Tesla tomorrow. So, you know, we right. need to kind of discuss sort of this carbon – uh, movement of reducing that footprint. How? Let's get back to basics. I mean, many folks yeah. are driving around with a check engine light, and you know they've got to. They need a tune-up. I mean, a tune-up's important. Right. Part of that is not only the drivability, but uh, gas mileage and so on. So I've got some easy tips, and then we're going to get into the mechanical stuff here. Uh, Greg, people just need to slow down. Um, if they were to go easy on their gas and brakes, they're talking a twenty percent savings on fuel. Easy. Yep. Absolutely. You, you, your fuel consumption just goes crazy uh, over 55, 56 in that, in that range. And all of us, our speed limits are 65, 70. In some places, they're 80 or they're not even existent, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and you can burn through whatever you want. Um, but, yeah, your car works efficiently, the most efficiently, at 55 to 60 miles an hour. I believe that's where the, um, the, the, the points are. Yeah, so, and also you they, know, they're, you, you know, just, cargo on the roof, like we were just talking to John yeah. Martinson and Neo. Uh, with their super streamlined electric uh, Model S, uh, excuse me, Model Three LR Tesla. But I mean, there are things like you see it, I see it, and you, as a family, you're traveling. You're like, okay, great, Frank. I'm hearing you. Don't put stuff on the cargo thing. But my daughter had to take this bag, and the other two kids took their Nintendo. You know, I mean, it's what do we do? Mm-hmm. I mean, so cargo well, on the roof is huge for gas oh, savings. Easy, easy. You know, we've got you got you got tire pressure. You got cargo. You got it. Just ruins the aerodynamics. Of the vehicle, which is going to produce drag. Yeah, um, you know, rolling even rolling the windows down and driving with the windows down is now producing drag. It will so, produce drag. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, you almost could feel that. You're in your ride. You can hear like, oh, oh snap! Oh yeah, the turbulence. Yeah, right no inside, doubt. Right inside um, the car. So, and you know, Greg, well, here's another one. Things, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. I was going to say one of the easiest things that you can do for drivers or all of us. You know what? How about better route planning? During your day. Well, if part of that is trip, less, they say uh, more right turns, less yeah, well, left turns. They, I don't know how exactly. I'm going to do that. I don't know how I would be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, the car right guy. You know? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you know, It's little things. It's little things that you can do. You know, the simple thing is just 
just keep it simple. Do what you need to do and don't do any more. I mean, it's just, you know, if, if you're going to plan a trip, figure out where you got to go um, and, and, and take the steps to make it so that you make one big circle. And if it's always to the right, it's to the right. That's, that's very true. I mean, UPS and all the drivers. Yeah, they got a whole slew up. They've got to save some money, no doubt. Hey, uh, Greg Buckley, Wilmington, Delaware, Buckley's Auto Care. You rock, brother. We appreciate you hanging every show. Uh, You guys, be sure to catch uh, Buckley's Auto Care on Facebook. If you're in Wilmington, you need to check out Buckley's Auto Care. Uh, Boy, uh, go green show. Thank you so much, Greg. No problem, Frank. All right, guys. See ya. See ya. All right. Well, Greg Buckley there. I mean, you know, there's a lot of little things you guys can do. I mean, planning is important. I mean... You know, the problem is we get so busy in life. I mean, come on, let's face it. Uh, It's hard to do all that planning. And uh, so there you have it. There's your show. Uh, We got a little bit into the go green. We could have done a little deeper. Uh, We tried to cover some of the basics without getting too technical. You can catch the replay on the podcast. It's uploaded Sunday. And, of course, uh, every Saturday, 8 to 9 a.m. on KFNX 1100. Uh, Next week's going to be an interesting show, people. You want to tune in for this one. Uh, Marijuana, opiates, Uh, you know, quiet killers. We know the opiates is a problem. Maybe you casually are toking. But what about toking behind the wheel? Medical marijuana, what's going on there? Can we be safe with that? Driving, is that distracted driving? That's the topic. It's knee-deep. That's next week. Boy, I enjoy hanging out with you guys uh, every Wednesday. Uh, Catch us on iTunes, of course, Wrench Nation Facebook. And as I say every week, people, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.